is Dan from Burlington, Vermont, and now I'm tuned in to the new TNN. Hello, Capesiders. Welcome to the latest edition of Toad Man. It's episode two, where myself and my partner, film connoisseur Kevin Nash, continue to dive deep into Dawson's Creek. Kevin, Happy New Year. How are you? Johnny, I gotta tell you, things are going grand for me. I'm feeling very good. How are you? Well, you know, New Year's was... That's great. So let me tell you, Johnny, now that we're in 2023... Let me let you in on a little secret here. End of the year is a great time to be an actor. I got my residual checks in the mail just a few days ago. Cashed those bad boys out and I had myself a New Year's celebration. Oh, so like all those movies you've been in, you get checks for. What do you get, like a penny for every time somebody rents it or some shit? Are you kidding me, Johnny? Do I look like a penny guy? Two pennies. Wow. All right, so uh, give you an example. You know, like, wh- what are we talking about here? You financed an entire New Year's celebration with just your residuals? Yeah. I mean, it was real simple. Opened up the envelope, and it was the big one, the Punisher, where I played the Russian. You know, Johnny, I trained for years with dialogue coach to portray the Russian in the Punisher. That, I don't need that information, Kevin. Just, just get to the story. So, open up the residual check. $12.23, Johnny. Went myself to Taco Bell, got a 12-pack. We had a hell of a time. 12 tacos on New Year's Eve. Drink a little of the bubbly. Had a good time, man. So you and your friends ate 12 tacos for New Year's and drank some bubbly, and that was it? No, no, Johnny. I think you're misconstruing the scenario. I ate 12 tacos, drank a little bubbly, fell asleep at about 12.30. And that was fun for you? I mean, yeah. All right, so episode two, sometimes called dancing, sometimes called dirty dancing. I've seen it all over the place. Here on Toad Man, we relive Dawson's Creek, and uh, at the end of each episode, we give our MVC, or Most Valuable Creeker. Is that what we're sticking with? Yes, Kevin. So it aired originally on January 27th, 1998. Kevin, do you have a synopsis for us? I do. Does it contain the word Massachusetts? Fuck you, Johnny. Dawson casts Jen as a new leading lady in his horror film after deciding to kill off Joey's part. But Dawson later becomes jealous himself when Jen is pursued by a football player, which leads Dawson to create a messy off-camera scene during the school's informal fall dance. Meanwhile, Joey confronts Gail Leary, Dawson's mother, about her liaison with a co-worker from her TV news anchor job. Also, Pacey gets under Tamar's skin with his public flirting. The runtime on this bad boy is 44 minutes, which is just where you want to be. It's the sweet spot when you're making a television program. Sound mixed in Dolby. You know, Dolby's a good choice. 
I prefer a little digital DTS myself. It's what I got in the home theater. Uh, filmed in color, which is fine. But you know, Johnny, they don't make pictures like they used to in black and white. Look at Citizen Kane, all right? Now, the opening shot of Citizen Kane is a long pullback reveal on Xanadu. Of course, Charles Foster Kane's compound. Kind of like a living Noah's Ark, a living version of the Louvre. He's got a lot of art, he's got a lot of animals. It's basically a shrine to himself. After all, Kane has only been able to find love for himself. He can't extend himself to love others. And of course, he dies. Famous last word, Rosebud. Johnny, are you familiar with the picture? Kevin, are you really asking me if I've heard of Citizen Kane? I don't know, Johnny, have you? Yes, Kevin, I've seen it many times. We studied it in film class. Oh, so you're some kind of connoisseur of film? All right, answer me this. Who was the second unit director on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze? I have no fucking idea who the first unit director was, Kevin. That's not information. That's just worthless trivia. Worthless trivia. Johnny, I don't like you. Well, you know what, Mr. Big Superstar... Kevin Nash, okay, film connoisseur. My therapist and I have been talking about you, and, and she told me I don't have to take this type of shit from you, okay? I'm in charge of my own destiny. I'm my own man. Whoa. Holy fuck, Johnny. Hey, you're going to be in this business, man. you got to take a couple of ribs here and there. It's just a rib. Have yourself... Here, have a McRib, all right? Calm down and just accept my light ribbing, okay? I'll handle the intro. It's all good. Well, I do like the McRib. All right, I'll eat this. You tell us what we got going on here in the first scene. Fantastic. So, in our cold open, Dawson and Joey are watching the dailies. I know a little bit about this from when I was on the set of uh, that Adam Sandler picture, The Longest Yard. And that's that's, that uh, film with Goldberg, Stone Cold. Although most people remember my portrayal, but that's fine. They're watching the dailies of the kiss scene from their big creature movie, and you know what? Joey just can't stay to kiss Pacey, which is ironic, because, uh, you know, she's going to be sucking his dick here in a couple of years. Okay, Kevin, it's a PG show. It is? <laughs> no, it's not. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know, but here's, here's what I like about this. I like that Dawson has the ingenuity to review the dailies. I work with some directors that just kind of fly by the seat of their pants. Flip side, Johnny. Springs back a lot of, a lot of sad memories. Watching dailies does? Well, it's not so much watching dailies, but uh, I used to be a bit of an amateur director myself. I made a couple of pictures uh, that started with Scott kissing Liz. And, uh, you know, this just reminded me of that. Do you, do you want to talk about it? No. No, I don't. So, basically, what you're saying is you don't want to talk about the pornos you made with Scott and Liz, allegedly, when you guys were backstage at WCW. That is correct. All right, well, why don't you let me take over, all right? Dawson has to is playing with this mannequin head that he's got of Joey, and this has to be Al Snow's inspiration for head, right? I mean, it looks just like head. He's like, you have great lip, Joe. What can I say? But what's he doing with this dummy when Joey's not around is what I really want to know. Does the mouth open and extend? But Dawson hasn't kissed Jen yet. But he's such a fucking nerd. I imagine he's got the entire scenario storyboarded. He should just pull down this fucking 
projector screen and be like, all right, Joe, here's the storyboard of how I'm going to have my first kiss with Jen. It's going to start with a walk in a meadow, and a cow will go, moo. And I'll say, ha, ha, I didn't think we'd see the moon out here in the daylight. Wow, Johnny. Is is that something that you personally tried? I did not. Moving right along, but I bet Dawson has this entire thing storyboarded because he's such a nerd. Uh, but Dawson's big advice to Joe, just pretend you're kissing someone else. And she closes her eyes, and I don't want to wait for her land to be over her. But we catch up with our heroes at a typical day of school. Dawson goes to see Benji, who you might remember from our first episode, trying to get into his film class. This go-around, he's taken a different course of action. He's got study hall fifth period. And so he gets to basically audit the class and not get any credit, but just, you know, listen. But he can't participate. Pacey? Wow, Kevin, I don't even think you would be this stupid. Ha <laughs> ha, you're ribbing me. No, I really believe I don't think you would be this stupid because underage Pacey goes to confront his English teacher in the classroom before class starts about the tongue kiss. He's like, Miss Miss Jacobs, you had your tongue in my mouth. Of course, she's in total denial, but I will say... Quick character beat here, Kev. Did you catch this when she watches into the room and sees Pacey? I did. It's an acting choice we've got here. So I'll give her a little bit of credit. She's not quite on my level. But as she walks into the room, she gets this sort of like flutter like, oh, I feel weird in my panties, but also this dread. I kind of got that too. I kind of got that too. Ah, she does kick him out of the class, like, get the fuck out of here. You're openly saying these things out loud, and now there are other people in the room? Like, I get it, Pacey. You're horned up for her. I am, too. Whoa, revealing facts here on Toad, man. But you can't just talk about this shit in a public space. Get out of here. Uh, at the lunch table, Dawson has an idea to get Joey out of having to kiss Pacey. They're going to pull a psycho in their picture. Oh, my God, I sound like you. <laughs> uh, they'll kill Joey's character and have Jen come in, which will get Joey behind the scenes where she belongs, according to Dawson. Now, this makes Joey a little happy, all right, because she gets to hang out with the big D. But at the same time, I don't think that she gets that this is Dawson's way to frame up Jen as his, like, idealistic female and get her on film. You know, like, oh, Jen, uh, um, you know, there's a, there's going to be a scene here where your character comes in and, and she doesn't like the dress that she's wearing and she changes her dress to a different dress. And we're going to have to get that all on camera because it's an integral part of your character. Your character is motivated by her appearance and her appearance means a lot to her. But the appearance that she needs to project is not the appearance that your dress is projecting. And so we need to see you in your underwear on film in order to make you more vulnerable. So could you just, you know, change right here, right now in front of my camera? Thank you. Uh, that was Dawson, right, Johnny? Yes, that's what Dawson was saying. Um, uh, funny moment here. Joey calls uh, Scream a ripoff of Psycho. They're just so meta, these guys. Uh, in English class, Pacey's actual English class, Tamara has a great way to, to crush Pacey's ambitions because they're talking about Withering Heights. And she's like, you know, Heathcliff and Catherine don't even belong together. Catherine's got a shit ton of baggage. She's carried it around with her 24-7, much like she is. And, you know, Heathcliff's barely a man. He doesn't even know what he wants out of life, just like Pacey. You know, this confused me, Johnny, because I didn't know which Heathcliff she was talking about. The Heathcliff from Withering Heights. Okay, but which one is it? Because Heathcliff, historically... And this is why I don't get about that show, man. I'm watching Heathcliff, and you know, Heathcliff's kind of fat, and he's walking around town. 
you know, getting food out of dumpsters, living in that house. But then, after that episode of Heathcliff ends, there's more Heathcliff where he's like a cool Heathcliff living in a junkyard. No, this is the character from the, the novel Wuthering, Wuthering Heights, not Heathcliff the Orange Cat. Which I will admit confuses me too. Like, why are there two different versions of Heathcliff in one show? Why is there fat Heathcliff and cool Heathcliff? That's exactly what I'm saying, man. Has anybody figured this out? Is it a conspiracy? We got a little conspiracy alert here on Toad, man. Well, no, I think it's probably just something that I haven't Googled. I'm sure if we Googled it, we could solve it. You know, Google hides results, Johnny. You really want to, you want Google to know you're looking up Heathcliff? I don't really care. There's nothing bad about Heathcliff, is there? Well, Johnny, I got some literature. I'll send it your way. I won't email it, though. I'll send it to you over a private VPN. All right, you do that. In film class, we're introduced to one of our big, important side characters for season one. Scott Foley, the killer from Scream 3, a big J.J. Abrams favorite, as this role within the WB probably got him in uh, his role in Felicity, you know? Yeah! You know, I uh, auditioned for a J.J. Abrams picture once. Jesus, which one? Super 8? Uh, Star Trek? Are you going to be a big gobbledygook alien? No. I was one of the finalists for Kylo Ren. What? Dude, you don't look anything like Carrie Fisher or Harrison Ford, and you're a little too old for that picture. Are you? God, I said it again. Are you not? Well, here's the problem. I'm with you. I followed an Aegis suit against the Disney Corporation, and actually won like 55 bucks about one of those big foot, uh, 24 feet uh, subway subs to celebrate. So Kevin, you, you get money from your work in film or your lawsuits around film, and you just buy fast food? Correct. But uh, I remember, I'll never forget the final callback day. We're sitting there in the auditioning room waiting for JJ to finish up uh, the script, and it's me, Foley, and Driver. Now, these are good guys, good cats. Uh, I like Adam Driver. He's a good dude. I'll never forget, though, the the, uh, the, the scene that I used to audition for Kylo Ren. I even, I even did a little voice because we knew he was going to be having that robot face. Would you be willing to give us your audition? I would. Forgive me. I feel it again. The pull to the right. Supreme Leader senses it. Show me again the power of the darkness. And I'll let nothing stand in our way. Show me, Grandpops. And I'll finish what you started. Survey says, one more for the dark side. We'll pack in the... And and then J.J. Abrams said, oh, said I really thought I was going to get the roll. Wow. All right. Uh, Cliff is making a Varsity Blues knockoff, which infuriates Dawson, ironically, even though he'll be the star of Varsity Blues. Dawson's like, they're entering my film festival, Joey. I can't believe they're entering my film festival again, because he's a child. And Cliff meets Jen. And, and, and Cliff pulls an Andy from the office with the, he's got the name repetition, personality variant, he won't break off the handshake. You know, he stole that from me. I'm not surprised. The wrestling industry is fucking bonkers with their handshaking. But he's like, hello, Jen, short for Jennifer. Jen, Jen, short for Jennifer. Oh, hello, Clifford, short for Cliff, or Clifford, short for... You know what? You get it. You get it. And they kind of flirt, but I couldn't help but notice the janitor that's in the background during this entire scene. He's so close to the principal actors, and I swear to God, I think he's talking along with them, saying their lines out loud. But Jen walks away, totally gives Cliff the look back. 
Yeah, I know about the look back. I've seen that Clint Eastwood picture in the line of fire. If she looks back, she's interested. That's so funny. That's my frame of reference for that as well. It's almost like we're the same person sharing one mind. Uh, but Jed looks back at Cliff and completely walks right past Dawson, who's at his locker, like, Jed, wait, this isn't in the storyboards. And we had to our first commercial. I don't know. It, it, it's fun. But Dawson's such a baby in this episode. Part two of our journey begins in Dawson's house. He's carrying around the mannequin head, and he's looking for his camcorder. He's like, hey, Dad, have you seen my camera? And the Flash, making a return here, is like, yes, Dawson, I have seen your camera. It's on your mother's side of the bed. So, uh, yeah, you, you can retrieve it there. By the way, Dawson, you may want to take the tape out before you begin filming. Dawson's like, oh, gross, Dad. You know that's illegal in some states? It's true. Alabama, Arkansas, Wyoming, Montana, both Dakotas, one of the Carolinas, Ohio, Utah, and Liechtenstein. Well, all right. It sounds like you have some experience in that avenue. I won't ask for more. But speaking of experience, it's a great segue, Kev. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Dawson has some questions for the daddy about kissing. He'd like to know about technique. Now, Mitch Leary gets way into this conversation. I like to, I like to think of myself as a dad who would do anything for his kids and, and have any conversation and, and talk about anything. I don't know that as the son, though, I would ask my dad for advice on kissing. No, I like my dad. He's a good dude. But come the fuck on, Dawson. Figure it out. You've seen enough movies. You know how to do this shit. But Dawson's dad tells the story of his first kiss with Mrs. Leary. Some nonsense about, well, she needed chapstick, Dawson. And I put some chapstick on my moist lips. And I smacked them together. And then, Dawson, what I did was, I put my lips on her lips. And she had chapstick now. And then, we fucked pretty hard, Dawson. She takes it in the butt, your mother does. Now, he suggests that Dawson kiss the mannequin head to practice. Meanwhile, Joey and her ridiculous bikini, okay, like, this poor girl having to be on WB television like this. I mean, she looks fine. I'm just saying, like, it's a little exploitative, but whatever. I see no problem with this wardrobe, Johnny. Of course. She's been watching this whole time because she came in through the window climbing up that ladder like she's Daniel Bryan. A bit overrated in my book. Of, of course, Kevin. Just, just chill, all right? But here's the thing. She watches Dawson slowly move in on this mannequin head, going for the kiss. And Joey, it's like you talked about Kylo Ren earlier, Kevin. You auditioned for the role, correct? It's accurate, as you could uh, rewind just a few moments and listen to my audition. You know, funny thing about Abrams, we don't have the time, Kevin, because this is important. Joey closes her own eyes as if she's going to receive the force and the feeling of this kiss through some sort of force dyad she has with the mannequin. And she causes a flash flood, mind you, because there's water everywhere. Okay, that was a little inappropriate. Speaking of inappropriate, I think you're missing the entire point of this scene, Johnny. Clearly, Mitch Leary is not interested in helping Dawson kiss, okay? He doesn't even want to tell the story about the mom. He's had it up to here with her. What he really wants... Is this mannequin head? Why would he want the head? Well, he's a huge closet fan of that film, Mannequin. You know, with Andrew McCarthy from Weekend at Birdies. Hey, hey Richard, we're going to have a Weekend at Birdies, we are. I love that guy. 
you know, he was friends with Russo. We met a couple times backstage at Nitro. But there's a few of us out there. We're big fans of the movie Mannequin. And I think Mitch is just wondering, hey, is this head going to come to life? What can I do with it? Will it look like Katie Holmes? You know, because she's kind of been my daughter growing up. But this mannequin is not my little daughter, Joey. But she looks like Joey. Kevin, your head, man. It's just all the shit that's up here. I don't want a part of it. I'm going to go back to the show. Joey finds Mrs. Leary is talking to Bob on the phone, the guy she's been fucking. And she's trying to get off the phone, like, my husband's downstairs. And then she goes, okay, I'll just do it real quick. And she's like, she makes like kissy noises. That's what Bob wants is kissy noises. She does, he doesn't want to hear like, Bob, you're the king and you fuck me royally. Like, this has got to be the worst affair ever. You just want kissy noises? I guess this is before camera phones though so maybe kissy noises is all that's gonna work before uh, mrs leary gets skedaddle joey's like mrs leary i know what you're doing i know what you did last summer and it sucks it sucks hard <sighs> back out in Capeside, though it's time to keep filming the creature from the sea of dawson's creek movie for the boston film festival joey gets attacked by the creature but fights back and we get a pretty decent dummy death like, she runs behind a boat, and then the dummy of her, like the mannequin, uh, is mannequin's the technical term you all prefer, right, Kevin? That is correct. I don't want to hear dummy again. Okay, so the mannequin pops out, and then, boom, decapitation, blood everywhere. It's not bad. Oh, man, I feel so bad for Mitch. He's probably just like, no, mannequin! Uh. Okay, well, if that's the case, then he's, he needs more help than I can provide at this point. Now, Joey is covered in fake blood at this time. Dawson, mind you, is recording this with his handheld camera. He's got headphones on so he can hear the sound. I don't see a boom mic anywhere. What, what's, what's he hearing? Anywho, Joey's covered in blood. So she needs to clean herself up and change into her, I guess, regular wardrobe because she's just got this bikini top on. Now, I want to make something very clear. All right. All jokes aside. All right. Joey goes to Dawson's porch to change. This porch is enclosed, but it's enclosed with fucking screens. Like, it's a screened-in, like, sun porch, okay? You could totally see through it. Jen's like, oh, I'll help you. So we're already nearing a softcore porn, okay? Now, <laughs> Jen starts to wipe down Joey, and she's just in her bikini top, <laughs> and she's like... I even think it's ADR. She's like, oh, it's really stuck on there. <laughs> and I'm like, now we're just in a porno. Because that's how it starts. Oh, it's really stuck on there. Maybe I should use my tongue. Like, I'm, It's just so ridiculous. And Dawson and Pacey are right behind uh, Jen in the frame. So they could just turn around and get a good look, Costanza. Not to mention, Miss Mitch Leary is worthless. He has no job, no life, no career. He's just playing with his little fish restaurant toys all day. And he, we already know he was watching the mannequin filming. He could just look. He could watch the whole time. Now he's got his camera. What the fuck, Joey? I mean, it's okay to be, like, comfortable, like, in your own skin. But you're like a 15-year-old girl. There's no way this is happening in reality. That's my big problem with this scene. I don't know, Johnny. I kind of liked it. Especially that part where Jen was like, oh, it's stuck on there. Let me wipe you down a little bit harder. Oh, Jesus Christ, Kevin. But Joey undresses and Jen's like, hey, you have nice breasts. Oh, don't worry, Je uh, Joey. I'm not hitting on you. I'm just commenting girl to girl. You know, 
the world's a shitty place, Joey, and we should empower one another and lift one another up. Like, I hate myself. I look like a duck. I hate my boobs. I'm short. You know, but you're beautiful, Joey. And Joey's like, oh, you don't look like a duck, Jen. It's like a nice thing. Like, it's a nice, uplifting thing. But it's just played for, like, the lowest common denominator softcore porn shit. But this is like an uplifting thing between the two female characters that have to exist around these moronic male characters. Hey, Johnny. You see that movie, The Gift? You can see what's underneath that towel. God damn you, Kevin! You're ruining everything! It's a sentimental moment here. Anywho. It's time for the next scene, and it's a scene that involves Jen getting kissed by, uh, Jen, or by Pacey. Pacey, of course, is a prick, takes liberties, and, like, holds onto the kiss and leans in, and he's like, which is assault in, I think, more states than you listed off, Kevin. I can attest to that fact, Jonathan. All right. Yes, good. That You should talk to me like like I'm your lawyer in such scenarios like that. Dawson has a complete meltdown. It's like, cut, cut, cut. I'm cutting the kissing scene. I can't stand this. It's ruining my vision of Jen Lindley. She's so pure and innocent and snow-like. And look at her skin. And look at the look at the peaks and the mountains of her valleys on her bosoms and her chest. I could snowboard right through them. And then E.T. will call me and be like, Elliot, uh, 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 Dawson, uh, fuck Jen. Johnny, you all right? No, I was doing a Dawson impression. He's a fucking loser. He's a loser, Kevin. Okay, just well, you want me to step in here for a little bit, okay? Now, Jen is like, well, Dawson, if that's a wrap on this kissing shit, I'm gonna go. I gotta head to the school dance. Johnny, you neglected to mention there's a school dance. It was in the announcements earlier. Uh, you totally glossed over it, though. I'm sorry, Kevin. I have a lot on my mind here. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just saying, you probably should have mentioned there's a dance. Jen's like, I'm going to the dance with Cliff, because Cliff asked me. Nobody else did, so I'm going with Cliff. It's just hanging out. Maybe I'll get to know some more people around town. Dawson seems kind of reasonable. Then, we cut to Dawson's room, and he's having a complete bitch meltdown talking to Joey, like, oh man, Joey, Jen's going to make out with Cliff. Their lips meet. Their tongues will find one another. Ooh, baby, baby. Okay, Kevin, just relax. But did you catch what Dawson's like? She should be kissing me, Joey, not some sort of J. Crew ad. Have you seen Dawson's wardrobe? It's all khaki and vests and shit. Dawson's like, I'm going to the dance. Fuck this. I'm going to go be a man and fucking show Jen what is up. And uh, mind you, he puts on a button down, a vest, and some khaki pants to go to the dance. Who's the J. Because Cliff's wearing fucking flannel, uh, uh, a checkered pattern button down, tucked into jeans. Who's the J. Crew at, Kevin? Well, jeez, Johnny, I didn't know you felt so strongly about J. Crew. It's not that I care about J. Crew. It's that the, the script, the 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 script and the Dawson character don't match up with the WB's need and desire to put hot quote-unquote teens in hot quote-unquote clothes to sell to real kids watching. There's just not a blend here. Dawson does not feel like this type of kid. He's a spoiled, rich kid with unlimited access to nice clothes, okay? The Cliffster is just trying to get a scholarship so he can go to college, man. He's going to play a little college ball. Anywho. Uh, Joey confronts Mrs. Leary, who's gonna go get fucked by Bob. She's like, you remember my mom, Mrs. Leary? She was really nice, and my dad fucked around and treated her like shit. And then she got cancer and died, so you do the math, Mrs. Leary. Ugh. Now, Kevin, call me crazy, but I don't think that affairs cause cancer, but I could be wrong. We're living in a new world where all sorts of shit's on the internet. Uh, do you have any information? Cancer, Johnny. 
It's caused by the 5G. And you know what? You're spreading it when you got that shot. All right. Uh, nope. We're moving on. Does Dawson know? Does Dawson know what? Because Dawson hears. And Joey, Joey covers for Mrs. Leary, though. She's a good friend, I suppose. She's like, does Dawson know how to dance, Mrs. Leary? And we head to a commercial. We come back from commercial, Kevin. And I'm so fucking happy. It's the school dance. And this one takes me back. Because we got some Savage Garden playing. Oh, I know, Johnny. It's Norman Smiley's favorite track. Used to play it all the time with Ralphus. Ooh, I don't find out. Ooh, I, ooh, I know what I need. Ooh, I don't find out. Don't you never, 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 summon the mountain or finally don't you know that I'm swimming with a raincoat? I ain't never find an honor, known on the sign, but I know that you taste like a chicken cherry cola. Ooh, I, ooh, and I'm a new honey. All right, let me just take over here while you're singing. Uh, Cliff. Cliff's laying some game on Jen Lindley. He's like, babe, it's a good thing I uh, won the big game because that means you came with me to dance. Uh, but you know what? I can't dance. Jen's like, I'll show you how. See, this is what you need a little bit of, Dawson. You need a little bit of confidence. Pacey and his bowling shirt arrived, John. You got any problems with his bowling shirt? Well, no, but at least it's not wrinkly. You know what I mean? Tamara's like talking to her accountant or some fucking nerdy guy. Pacey drops by and he's like, Miss Jacobs, do you want to dance? This kid's an idiot! Stop doing this in a public space where there's children and other adults around. Show up at her house! Jesus Christ, Johnny, that's like taking it up a notch. I know, but at least nobody's there! Tamara, of course, is like, well, Pacey, you know, get the fuck away from me. Oh, come on, Tamara. If things were different, would you dance with me? No response. Dawson in his vest see Jen and Cliff dancing. And Dawson's like, Joey, this is where I make my move. Let's go dance to make him jealous. And they go. But uh uh-oh. The Savage Garden disappears and a slow song starts. Dawson's like, I've lost visual contact, Joey. Let's dance some more and see if we can find her. And Dawson accidentally dances up a storm with Joey. He's like twirling her and dipping her, but he's just looking for Jen. And Joey's like, fuck, Dawson, I'm wet again. Finally, finally, dance or, uh, visual contact is made. And, and, and Dawson and Joey dance over to Jen and Cliff. And uh, Jen's like, Dawson, Joey, you're here. I'm so happy because, like, now all my friends are here. The friends I already know, the new friends I'm making. Uh, Dawson, this is Cliff. Oh, hey, Dawson, you dance, bro? Uh, yeah, 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 I dance, Cliff. Oh, don't you know you're from film class? Are you in the movies? Are you in the movies, bro? <laughs> you don't want to know, Cliff. You don't want to know. Jen goes to use the ladies' room, and Dawson decides to confront her Top Gun style, which I think is a bad idea. But... As he's looking for, we get another sick needle drop. It's ooh ah, just a little bit by Gita G. Oh man, Terry loves this track. Wait, Terry Funk? No, the Hulkster. Take it, Johnny. But I think this is a bad move, following her to the ladies' room, Kev. I disagree. Well, they don't... See, they're walking... They're doing a walk and talk in the hallway. And he's like, Jen, why are you with Cliff? You should be with me. And Jen's like, you know what, Dawson? I don't have time for this. Then she goes to the ladies' room and Dawson... Dawson takes a few steps in and we get the, the shrieks, the... Ah! And he, he does he does do an about face and he's like, Oh, didn't say anything. I'm out of here. I still disagree, Johnny. It's a pretty decent move. Dawson's miserable with Joey sitting at a table. 
but he wants to create some movie magic with Jen. He gets he gets really hardcore, and he's like, Jen, Joey, you don't understand. She she's amazing. She belongs with me. She reminds me of you, Joey. Like I, everything I feel about her is what I feel with you. But you're a friend, and she is an object of my desire. And we will kiss under the sunset. He sounds like he's getting radicalized by the Matt Reeves Riddler as well. Like she belongs to me, Joey. Side note, you see that picture, Kev? I did. Matt Reeves shooting into one eight. That's fine. But I was just gonna say, I while the Riddler character is frightening and crazy and dangerous, I do love. The one little video where the Riddler is on a live stream with his followers and he kind of looks at the camera and he's like, Oh, hi, everybody. Oh, I want to thank you guys for joining Riddler chat. <laughs> like it's, it's very funny and it shouldn't be. Okay. Cliff and Jen start dancing again. Dawson spikes the camera and he's like, It's time for a rewrite. He goes out to Cliff and he tries to act like a man. He's like, Cliff, thanks for helping out, but I'm here of sound, mind, and body. And Jen and I are kind of a thing, and it's an undefined thing, kind of like putty that hasn't yet been molded, but Cliff, she belongs with me. And Cliff's like, Jen, do you know this guy? I kind of like this because I think Cliff genuinely doesn't know who this guy is, even though he just met him like 20 minutes ago. They have a fucking pissing contest, and Jen's like, you know what? I'll leave. And we head to a commercial. Dawson and Joey and Pacey all do the walk of shame here in Capeside. Dawson actually calls himself a simp. He's like, I'm such a simp, Joey. And then, in typical Dawson fashion, blames Joey for letting him do it. He's like, damn it, Joey, why'd you let me do that and make a fool out of myself? He then he throws shade at Pacey, too. Pacey, where were you when you were on this quest for this perfect woman? Sorry, bro. Didn't exactly go well for me. Well, who is this mystery woman you keep talking about, Pacey? Bro, she's a mystery to me. Now, normally, normally in real life, I think most people would be like, well, dude, who is she? Like, tell me about her. She's a sophomore. She's a junior, a senior, a freshman. She working the lunch lady, perhaps. But since Dawson is so fucking self-centered, he just lets it go, all right? And he's like, you know what? Jen and Cliff are probably kissing right now. We cut to Dawson's house. And uh, Mrs. Leary, I guess, is home early. I guess she was feeling bad about blowing those kisses to Bob. And uh, the Flash is like, do you remember our first kiss, Gail? Well, yeah, it was on our first date. You took me to see that movie, Ordinary People. No, that wasn't our first kiss. Wait, yes, it was. No, it wasn't, Gail. Oh, I know, Mitch. It was when we were at the stoplight. No, Gail. Come on, that was the greatest moment of my life. I'm sorry, Mitch. It was a really long night tonight. You know, Gail, I talked to Dawson about that kiss earlier today in great detail. And I know that I travel through the speed force a lot. And sometimes I create alternate realities with the flashpoint. But I remember our very first kiss. Now, as Mitch is pontificating about the speed force and his Swiss cheese memory, a la Dr. Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap, he hopes his next leap will be the leap home. Johnny, Quantum Leap, what a program. Almost good enough to be a film. Hey, you know what I like? I like the last season when they introduced the evil leaper. She's leaping here. She's leaping there. She's sleeping with me everywhere. Am I right, Johnny? Dr. Sam Beckett's kind of a James Bond sex addict. Fucking all over time. I think you may have missed the point of the program, Kevin, but nonetheless, the whole time that Mitch is going on about the Speed Force and their real first kiss, Gail is applying some chapstick to her lips. She smothers him with kisses. It appears she remembers as Mitch feels the chapstick lips to lips. 
They they slow dance in the kitchen to no music. And Gail spikes the camera looking forlorn like she's got some big decisions to make. Back on the docks, Pacey has separated from his friends on his journey home. And tomorrow, Ms. Jacobs is standing in the exact same spot she was standing at the end of episode one. Oh, jeez, Miss Jacobs. It's weird you're here, but can we do it again? No, Pacey, this is insane and illegal, by the way. Tamara is at least adult about this, okay? She's like, Pacey, you know what? Look, I'm dealing with stuff, and this is completely unfair to you and wrong. Not so much because of the legality, although that is wrong, but Pacey, this will mess with your head, man. Pacey? is on my spectrum a little too adult about this with his response. He's like, well, Julius, Ms. Jacobs, sure, I'm legally a brat and everything, but it's not fair for you to say this was a one-sided thing, Ms. Jacobs. I mean, it's a two-party system, Ms. Jacobs. Well, you know, Pacey and Johnny, it's not always a two-party system. My good buddy, the governor, Jesse, was sending me some literature the other day about a third party that's going to reveal some hidden truths about our country. And you know, Kevin, this is actually a very important adult moment. Just don't worry about it right now. Just send it to me via the VPN with the other stuff, okay? Miss Jacobs, I'm not good with girls, and I'm also kind of being vulnerable right here in front of you. Is that doing anything for you? Oh, Pacey, you will be good with girls someday. I just know it. Good night. Miss Jacobs, wait. Are we going to tongue kiss again? And sure enough, they do tongue kiss! Surprisingly legal in Utah, Johnny. That is surprising to me, Kevin. Dawson and Joey are still walking, and Dawson's comparing his life to a bad episode of 90210. Well, if only you could last as many seasons, Dawson. Now there are some more extras. We talked about the janitor earlier. We've got some extras drawing attention to themselves in the background. There's like a couple arguing in the background like, I don't know. It's just very weird. And they go away just as quickly as they appeared. Joey, I feel like the monster in my movie. I need some middle ground. I feel like I'm this way and I'm that way. Oh, Next time I get a really bad idea, Joey, will you just chain me to my bed? Can we use leather straps, Dawson? Oh, come on, Dawson. Johnny, I can't hold my tongue. Open your eyes, Dawson. It's not every day that Mrs. Jamie Foxx tries to electrify you with a shocking night. You know, she's going to bust out the yep-a-pie strap. Terry was telling me about that, man. You just, yep-a, yep-a-pie. Come on, Dawson. Yep-a-pie, yep-a-pie, yep-a-pie. Kevin, I don't want to know about the personal life of a Hollywood Hulk Hogan. But let's talk about that after the air. Now, Jen is standing on a dock all alone, as people, I guess, do in Capeside. But she's not entirely alone. And no, I know what you're thinking. Is Cliff with her? No. Jen appears to have just purchased some saltwater taffy from a gentleman named Mike that appears to be a traveling saltwater's taffy salesman because this dude's wearing the paper hat and he's pushing a trolley that says Mike's Saltwater Taffy. Kevin, what is this? A traveling saltwater taffy vendor. Who does this with their life, Kevin? Is this real? Why would someone do this with themselves? Who is a saltwater taffy vendor? I'll tell you who, Johnny. The type of people that file a 1099-NEC or 1099-K. See, Johnny, that covers self-employment when you take payments via digital technology or a card processor. You see, Form 1099-K has been around for a while. 
but it's received a bit more attention recently because of a recent rule change. And with the change, it was expected that uh, many more people would get the form in 2023, but breaking news, Johnny. December 23, 2022, Washington, D.C., the IRS announced that the new rule will be delayed. So what does this twist mean? And what does it mean when it applied to your 2022 taxes, which, of course, filed in 2023? Well, here's what you need to know, Johnny and Mike the Saltwater Taffy Guy. In general, the rules for sending Form 1099-K for tax year 2022 will apply as they did for tax year 2021 according to the IRS announcement. Some people are still going to receive Form 1099-K for tax year 2022, early in 2023, and it's based on previous rules. With the delay of the rule, not as many people will be affected as expected this year. And if you want any more details, starting with what the form's all about, and if you get a 1099-K, don't be surprised and don't be shocked. But feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at the real Johnny C, or excuse me, the Johnny C, to get more details. Kevin, I am not a legal tax expert and cannot solicit advice. Well, they're dumb enough to pay you, right? Yeah, well, fair enough. Regardless, though, Jen has completed her saltwater taffy transaction, and now she's all alone. What do I do, Joey? I guess this might as well finish this night off. Can I bag on you, Joey? All right, Dawson, bagging it up so you don't knock up Joey. All right, here's the first thing you do, Dawson. Kevin, I think can I bag on you is actually some sort of slang term for can I bail on you. Dawson approaches Jen. He watches her. Seriously, he's one step away from busting out the tape and like live streaming it and being like, are you pleased, Mr. Riddler? I am pleased, Dawson, because you do not lie. Dawson Leary, Riddler Apprentice. He does watch her, though, okay? Finally, Jen busts his balls. You know, Dawson, I'm starting to feel like your TV set. (laughs) Oh, snap. Good one from the Jenster. I agree, and Jen's rightfully angry. He's been talking about, that being Dawson, Dawson's been talking about Jen all night like she's a thing. Like she's his thing. What's going on between us, Jen? Does that have to be answered tonight, Dawson? I mean, come on. Well, well, Jen, I'm, 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 I'm scared. I'm scared I'm just going to be your friend. Oh, how awful would that be, Dawson? <laughs> he then says, and I quote, Jen, no, no, no. Let me handle this one. I want to be... Your boy adventure. That's what Waltman used to say to the ladies backstage. And you know what, Johnny? I'm going to tell you what. 50% of the time it worked. Every time. I'm not even sure that's math, Kevin. But regardless, we cut to some more extras. There's a couple in a boat near the dock. And they're laughing like, ha, 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 isn't it fun to be rich and white? And they clank their glasses together and make a toast. Jen retorts, can't you be both, Dawson? Not at 15, Jen. It's hard to be a 15-year-old boy that wants to fuck you and be your friend. She thinks. Kind of bites her lip. So I'm interested, she says. In what? I'm done. I quit. Dawson, you fucking idiot. But Jen, even though Dawson's an idiot man-child, is like, an adventure. What do I have to do to be your boy adventure? Well, Jen... 
You could kiss me. She turns and blushes. She's finally starting to crack. But she's also starting to finally reveal her true self to Dawson. She's clearly enjoying the attention. But she tries to be real with him. I'm a cliche, Dawson. In New York, I was moving fast. I was falling. But here for the first time, you know, in a long time, I'm walking at a steady pace. You know, if I kiss you, my knees might buckle. I might stumble. And, you know, I just don't know if I could handle that right now. The boat couple who have been nearby clanking their glasses to celebrate probably this guy's fucking successful overthrowing of a small company are like, let's dance. And they dance. Jen sees us and said, Dawson, would you like to dance here? Now? Dawson, I've been waiting to dance with you all night. And they dance! And then Jen drops some knowledge that's absolutely true. And Kevin, don't you dare. Because this one, I like. The kiss, you know, it's just the end result. It's not as important as the build-up. It's all about the desire. And the wanting. And the romance! Dawson adds in, ruining everything. Yeah, Dawson. The romance, too. Joey watches from afar on a dock this close to putting a gun in her mouth. She has watched him, though. She misses a bag of popcorn or maybe some of that Mike Saltwater Deffy. Oh, how true, Kevin. But this is a fade to black as we end our scene. Gently, Lindley, bring the heat. Talking about the anticipation of the first kiss. And you know what? I was a kidster once. Good job, Jen. You've really encapsulated what it's like to be a young teen having that first kiss. Not a bad one. A fun episode, Kev. You know, I concur, Johnny. The first one had its ups and downs, but it's the pilot. I like this one a hell of a lot more. Me too. You know, it's nostalgic. I like the music. I like feeling like a kidster. You know, thumbs up all the way. Thumbs up as well, Jonathan. All right. Told you not to call me that, but nonetheless, we'll move on. Uh, Kev, you want to go first this week? Who is your most valuable creaker? I'm still not convinced on the name, but I'll play along. Let's go around. My most valuable creaker is Mitch. Mitch Leary, Dawson's dad. Yeah, is one step closer to coming forward with his mannequin love and really finding himself here in Capeside. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jen again. Because once again, she feels written like a real person that has real emotions and understands like how human beings work. So yeah, thumbs up. To Michelle Williams, uh, who appears could do this in her sleep. But that's going to wrap things up here on episode two of Toad Man. Do yourself a favor. There's all types of fun stuff happening on the new TNN podcast feed. Run like mad, you know. Every voice inside my head is telling me to run like mad. All suits of armor, stars and sunsets. I think what Johnny's trying to say is just subscribe so you get notified when new content drops. He's Johnny C. I'm a film connoisseur, Kevin Nash, and a winner is you. Job, Kim. That is what I was trying to say.
Can't 